There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 11 and 12 of Van Helsing. This is getting really good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They ramped it up big time. Yes, and I am so excited, and I know we've talked about this a couple times, but so excited that they've done so much with this character, especially like in the very beginning, I believe we talked about having a female lead and, you know, kind of iffy because sometimes the shows don't do that great, but they didn't make it where she was like super needy and had to have all this help. She was like a normal person who had kind of an extraordinary thing happening. So she wanted to find her kid. She wanted to basically be by herself. She wasn't trying to be like a quote unquote superhero. No. So she didn't want anything to do with her special abilities. Right. So the fact that they're doing going this route, which yes, I, there's a comic book, and I'm sure she does all sorts of even like crazier stuff. I still haven't managed to go find the comic book. I don't know why I passed like three comic book stores, but I'm hoping at least I will have it before season two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk episode 11, Steve. All right, well, we, the ratings were 0.65 million viewers, and this episode, Simon Barry wrote and directed it, so no wonder it was so good. <laughs> and episode 12 only brought in 0.50 million viewers. Must have been a Friday people had something to do, because that was directed by Amanda Tapping. Whom I absolutely adore. Yes. So if any of you know her, tell her she should come on our show. Yes, we'd love to talk to her. (laughs) All right, episode 11 was entitled Last Time. Vanessa and the group take shelter in Susan's family farm, finding both glimmers of hope and reasons for grief. With Sam finally outed as a serial killer, Vanessa and Mohammed take drastic action against him. Meanwhile, Rebecca's latest experiment, Create Daywalkers, has failed, and Demetria's patient is growing thin. So, last episode, when it said the serial killer was revealed and we didn't have a clue who the heck they were talking about now we really do know it yes. really is sam yes like when i was watching the episode and they showed everything i was like finally yeah <laughs> because last episode it was a little iffy because it's like okay the way they were kind of portraying it i'm like it could be sam or it could be one of these other ones i'm not sure right at least now we do finally finally know but it makes me sad that it is him yeah i was hoping against hope that it wasn't him but of course as soon as they get to the house and you see him upstairs shaving his beard and his head you go 
Oh, no. See, at first I was just thinking, okay, maybe Sam's just like, all right, I need to find myself, be back to the person I was, which apparently he was, but it wasn't in the way I was thinking. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, he's trying to be like, all right, we've had a lot of stuff happen. Maybe in this just moment when we're in a house, I can be almost normal. But again, apparently my version of normal was not the same as Sam. No, not at all. Especially seeing that we find out that he's been that way since he was a child. And that's just really disturbing. (laughs) Because how did he survive? I mean, with everything that's happened with the vampires and the fact that he's supposed to be deaf, it just seems like he would be at a real disadvantage. I mean, not just surviving in this, but being a serial killer in this seems a little odd. Yeah. Or do you think he was able to, like, kind of push it down enough where he was able to get through this and survive and be with people and he only started back up again when he thought he was in a real safe situation? This is really strange that we're talking about this, too this way but (laughs) right no i really think that probably as a child if he saw an animal that was hurt or something he would go ahead and take it out okay and i think that was kind of his way of relieving their pain so he had this innate desire to relieve anything of their pain Oh, yeah. And so when he saw once the rising occurred, it was real easy because there was millions of people that were in pain. Yeah. And so, yeah, if he thought that they were at their breaking point, he would remove the pain for them. That's for sure. It's just so weird. Yeah. And apparently because we got to see him take Rebecca out and what her headspace was at the time, I kind of think that really gave us what he's not killing to kill because it turns him on he really thinks he's helping them by putting them out of their misery and then collecting the fingers was just kind of a weird thing for him i think so okay i think that was just his way of maybe keeping their memory alive by having something of theirs so they didn't just completely disappear off the face of the earth without anybody ever caring about them in any way. This is just a really strange conversation for us to be having, by the way. (laughs) We're like delving way deeper than I think that they probably were going with this, but I'm really interested in the way that they wrote this character, and it makes me wonder more what his backstory really is. And the way you said it, I really think that's interesting, and I think you could be completely correct, because he didn't seem to be doing it, like, maliciously. Right. But still, I, I wouldn't feel exactly safe, because if you're having no, a bad day... No, because as soon as it happens, and as soon as Vanessa and Muhammad find out, things go downhill real quick. That's true. And he almost does become what you think a serial killer would be. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about it, because the next episode is even more... With Sam. So let's let's finish. Obviously, let's finish going on with episode 11. Yeah, so they make it to Susan's farm. And, of course, immediately, Susan finds the grave with her mother's name on it in the backyard. And it just breaks her heart. She could care less what happened to her father until we find out he's become a feral. It attacks the horse. (laughs) That seems to have happened fairly recently because he doesn't seem to have decomposed much. Right. So she does say that her mother's grave, her mother had passed before the rising. So we know that didn't have anything to do with it. But do you think her father was out wandering and got caught and bit? Or like, do you think he went out looking? Because it was pretty isolated. Yeah, it really was. 
I have a feeling that he was out away from the homestead and was looking for food or something. Okay. So you don't think he did it on purpose because finally, like, grief kind of took him over. Right. Okay. Interesting. And as Vanessa's trying to get information out of him, Susan comes in and puts him out of her misery. Oh, my gosh. That was a moment. And the fact that all she ever said was, I never told her, talking about her mother, she doesn't know why I left. I didn't want him to keep doing it. I mean, she didn't outright say it. Right, but it was implied. But it was also, I swear she said that she had a daughter that I thought she had said her, her mom was taking care of, which I'm guessing I was completely incorrect because there was no mention of a child. Right. No, just Do you remember? her father abused both her and her mother, and that was her way of getting closure. Yeah. I think that was very close. Yeah. So Vanessa obviously is trying to be Susan's friend, and they're trying to talk, and she doesn't want to tell Susan that obviously it'll be okay, everything's over, because that's not what she needs in this moment. And I'm really grateful, that, again, that they didn't try to write her as this, like, ray of sunshine happening. She's right. being realistic. And she's like, Susan needs time. She needs to deal with this on her own. We weren't here. We don't know everything that happened. But she has to come to her own headspace, basically. Right. And, I mean, it it was that minute, though, when Susan's like, well, we can stay here. It's isolated. Nobody will find us. It's fine. And Vanessa kind of had to burst her bubble. Right. And I don't know if that's kind of what pushed Susan with everything. Everything that had happened, finding out about her mom, and then having to take out her father, her beloved childhood horse. Right. And then Vanessa finally, like, putting everything under that really bright spotlight. Like, we can't stay here. Right. You got to keep moving. And I think that's what kind of finally pushes Susan to be like, I don't know if I can deal with this. Which, unfortunately, leads us to the next moment, which we'll talk about in one second. Right. But I thought we did have kind of a bright, shiny moment for our, our little cast and crew with the CB radio. Right. Because as Sam, like you already said, was down shaving his head with a straight razor, by the way. Yeah. And with like no warm water and stuff. How did he not just... I don't know, but from what I'm told, if you have like crazy beard growth like that, you're not going to be able to come away without a cut. Yeah. I mean, they should have at least had him put some toilet paper on. I don't know. Make it look realistic. (laughs) I just feel like you'd have probably cut the crap out of his face. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that would be more your expertise. (laughs) I my husband, when he was shaving... Before he decided to grow this playoff beard that has lasted way longer than the playoff, he'd almost always cut himself. So, I don't know. You think they should have kind of like thrown that in? Like, okay, wait, a little realistic here. One second. Well, it depends on how sharp that straight razor actually was. If that straight razor was really, really sharp, then yeah, you won't cut yourself. Really? I was kind of... you will with the regular razor. I was a little taken aback when he seen it and he kind of got excited about seeing a straight razor. Right. Like, oh crap, what is this? I was scared. I'm going to admit that because... I don't know what you did before, man. And then finding out, that really scared me. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back. I know I go off on, I go off topic all the time. Back to the CB. We find out that there's somebody. Oh, where did he say he was? Because they couldn't actually talk to him because the mic was busted, but they were able to key the mic to let the guy right. know they were there. Right. I cannot remember where he said. I, I wanted to say Louisiana, but I feel like that's not right. Was he NOLA? No, I don't think so. Okay. 
because he, he had heard about Denver and had told them that, yeah, there, Denver seems to be a safe haven. Oh, Kansas City. Right. Yeah, okay. He was in Kansas. I don't know why. I thought he was in NOLA. Kansas City, and he was hoping to make his way there, but he was about to give up because he hadn't heard from anybody, and they've given him hope even though he hasn't been able to talk to him. Right. So, little things, whatever can keep you going in this kind of apocalyptic world because you don't know how singled out people are and they're just hiding and trying to survive so it's really interesting and then when they start talking about okay well we wanted to go to denver anyway because that's where her daughter might be Vanessa's daughter maybe it really is it's the mile high city maybe they are above like the ash cloud even though it has okay. started to dissipate right but not the sun enough. would definitely be stronger the higher up you go and therefore Vampires would not want to hang around there very long. Exactly. So I liked that that was the idea, even though Susan wasn't too keen on it. Right. And Muhammad went along with it, but we know that wasn't his actual plan. Right. I mean, he said, okay, well, we can go, but my sister should be along the way. Right. So At a camp that's on the way to Denver. Right. Convenient. I know, but he was like, oh, I just felt like he was going to be like, I got my sister, bye. Right. I felt like that was going to happen, but I figured anything to help Vanessa keep going forward would be good. Right. Well, let's talk a minute. Like I said, Susan had kind of run off in the woods after she killed her dad, and she was trying to deal with everything that had happened. And Sam, Vanessa, and Muhammad, they're looking for her. Muhammad and Sam had actually buried her father, which I thought was a nice gesture, even though he seemed to be scum of the earth. And they all go different places to look. Sam goes out into the woods to look for her. Why are you sending... I'm sorry. Why are you sending the deaf guy into the woods? Yeah. At least if he goes into yeah. the house, there's less places for somebody to come out of nowhere from. Right. I, I'm just, I was shaking my head when it was happening. I'm like, really? Really? Anyway, he goes out and he, oh, he finds her because apparently the woods aren't that big. And he's talking to her and she's like, oh, you don't understand me. And he gives her a hug. And it was a real sweet moment for a moment. Yeah, a very brief moment. And then we find out that, yes, Sam is actually the serial killer because he starts squeezing Susan's neck. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. You know, she had a weak moment. And what about any of those other people that he may have taken out? They may not have actually been, like, losing all hope and hurting. They had a moment. Right. And that just scares the heck out of me for thinking about <laughs> that. And that wasn't good. Not at all. No. But strangely enough, this is not how Muhammad is learning what's happening. No, because he's back at the house going through the house looking for Susan Susan, and comes across Sam's bag and says, maybe I'll just take a look. Now, why do you think he decided to look in there? Do you think he was hoping to find something to prove he was or was not a serial killer? Or was he just looking for, like, hidden food or who knows what? I think at first he was really just curious to what was in the bag. And he might have had a suspicion that he was a serial killer as well. And that kind of drove the curiosity even more. Well, he finds the fingers. Yeah. Uh. And yells for Vanessa. Well, actually, Sam creeps up on him. Oh, you're right. Yeah, right. yeah. And man, Muhammad was quick, though. Because he had already put that back and he like stands up in like a really swift motion, like pulls out the machete, wasn't it? It was from under Sam's bag or so it wasn't like weird. And he's like, I was looking for this. And <laughs> Sam's just like, okay. I'm sure he didn't really believe him. But at the same time, I mean, it's not like he didn't pull up like he was just looking for that and was standing 
up and pulling it at the weapon at the same time. Right. That was kind of slick move. But yeah, so Muhammad has to go tell Vanessa. And our little group just keeps dwindling down in numbers because of these Yes. Because they end up taking Sam out to, to the woods, <laughs> conveniently. And they're yelling at each other. And I'm thinking, why are you doing this in the woods? You could have just did it at the house, I guess. But I don't know, more dramatic. They're yelling. Well, I had a feeling that you know, they were originally going to kill him. And so if they left him in the woods... It was more than likely a feral would find him. And eat him? And seeing, yeah, and that a feral wouldn't be intelligent enough to continue looking and maybe find the house. Where if they killed him at the house, well, that would have brought the feral into the house. Ah, okay. Smart. So they fight, they yell, we find out that, yeah, Sam's been like this since he was a kid. But Sam says something, and this is what I still don't know what's happening. Because he's right. like... He said, yeah, tell her. Yeah, tell the truth. It's like, wait, did Muhammad know this whole time? Was Muhammad in on it? What is the truth? What is he talking about? Right. And then Muhammad is just like, no, he saved me. And I felt, was it? I felt obligated. But I feel like there was still something else. Now, knowing what you know, without going into detail yet, do you think Sam knew everything about Muhammad? I think so. Okay. That would explain a lot. But in this moment, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> and we're not going to spoil this moment yet. No. We will do it. Shortly. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the, she what cuts his hamstring, right? Right. Pretty much. What so he can't run and get away, and the ferals will find him soon. Bad. <laughs> it just seems like such a, a horrible idea. Yes. I mean, if you're going to do it, I'm sorry, it's more kind to just kill him, because then it's less chance of something coming up and literally biting you in the ass. Yeah. Okay? Because <laughs> it almost did. Yeah. Because, well, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. We end up having... It is in this episode, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we end up having Sam try crawling away from a feral that's coming at him to try to get, what was it, like a tree branch? Yeah. To use as a weapon. And as he's fighting the feral, he bites the feral. Or no, the feral bit his arm as it was right. dying. Yeah. And right then I'm going, seriously, if you'd have just killed him, which sounds horrible, but had you just killed him, we wouldn't have what is about to take place. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam's turning and all of a sudden he's healed and then you start hearing him like howl and start saying I'm coming for you. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not creepy. No. <laughs> all right, now that I've hogged all this up, why don't you talk about Rebecca and Dimitri a moment? A moment? A mo yeah, I know. I don't know why I started saying that weird. Like, I got to go with it. Yeah, well, our vampires didn't really have a good episode either. We have Julius and Magdalena. Oh, yeah. And Julius was quite disappointed that Magdalena did not have the human baby he was looking so forward to having. Yeah, I was disgusted, but... Very. So Magdalena tries to talk her way out of everything, saying that, well, the arrangement with Eden's over, and it's all because of that meddling Vanessa. It was like a Scooby-Doo thing happening. Exactly. Wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, that just makes Julius even madder, and they decide, well, they're going to go to Eden and tear the whole place down. And, of course, Mommy, not so dearest, <laughs> approved. Yeah, fine, whatever, I don't care, do it. Right. Now, of course, the Dimitri-Rebecca confrontation was a whole lot more intense. Yeah, I would say so. 
Yeah. Dimitri is getting a little tired of waiting for Rebecca to deliver on her promise to find a way for vampires to walk around in daylight. And, of course, they do this little kind of dance while they're talking, and they kind of go in and out of the sunlight. And you see every time they kind of hit the sunlight, it kind of burns them. Mm -hmm. And, oh, man, what an intense scene. I thought that was interesting, the way they did that, because it was Mm -hmm. almost like, unless you're really, really paying attention, you're going to miss it, because then they're healing right away. Right. So I did like that. Yes. And, of course, Rebecca says, man, I need Vanessa. That's going to be the key to everything. And if you just give me an elite squad to track her down, I'll make it happen. Yeah, I love it. Dimitri's like, "Mm, no. No. I think Rebecca was a little surprised with that. Yeah. Yeah. She really thought that he would just give her whatever she needed because apparently he has been all along. But things have began to change. Yeah, I would say so. I think he's feeling like, oh, yeah, you're not really going to test me on this because I know you're playing games. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, that that was pretty much everything, kind of back and forth with the craziness, so... Right. So, yeah, we lost some in Eden, and... Well, we lost Eden, but everybody got out. (laughs) Right. Because they were ahead, they just had left early. But it was interesting, the way that happened. So, shall we go into episode 12? Let's do it. He's coming. While on the road to a vampire-controlled camp, Vanessa and Muhammad find themselves in a dangerous game of cat and mouse against Sam. Shima discovers a secret that can bring down the ghetto cell of the resistance, while Julius takes a clandestine meeting with Dimitri. Ultimately, Vanessa and Muhammad walk right into a trap that places one of them in great peril. I don't know where to start because this one made me angry. There was a couple (laughs) things that just made me so mad. So go ahead and start us out. Well, we immediately open up with we've gone from one hell to another and now we've got another one because Sam is chasing yes. Vanessa and Muhammad through the wood and he is getting closer and closer until they find a stream that they're able to get across and discover that he is afraid of water. That was something Muhammad found out and well yes. used it to their advantage. Yes he did. And Sam is just creepy looking and what's he saying I hear you now or I'll find you. Oh yeah. I'll kill I thought he was saying, I hear you, too, at some point, but maybe I'm just... Well, he can hear now. Like, it it healed everything. Right. Because that's how he's able to understand what's happening, and it was creepy, though. Yes. Ugh, so creepy. So, Muhammad and Vanessa are on their little trip. They end up finding, like, a ranger's camp. Right. A ranger park cabin. Yeah. Park ranger. There we go. That's the word. Yeah. (laughs) And he says he's been there before. Like, as a Boy Scout or something. And I was like, really? They go out and take you to these cabins and stuff? I didn't really think too much, because obviously, not a Boy Scout. Don't know what happened. Right. Yeah, no. You usually... I mean, yes, he could have been camping in the state park. So, I kind of went along with it. And, of course, I shouldn't have. Yeah, because... Ah, they're great stuff. No. But, I mean, he's bleeding, too, because he fell in the river. And it's not stopping, which is weird. I mean, they keep finding it. It's not stopping. And that seems to be how Sam's tracking them at this point. And just so convenient that there's a map, which, of course, you would have at some kind of park ranger area. Right. Why are you going to write on it and be like, okay, we're going to go this way, this way, this way? Really? You're like, in other words, hey, guys, follow us here. Right. I was just so mad about that. At least wipe it off, smear it, something, anything. Right. Uh, But whatever, because Sam's still following him. Yeah, and he makes it there, but fortunately they've gone. But, of course, the map leads him right to where they're going. Right. 
which ends up being what an old horse ranch or had they not even actually made it there i only say because there was no, like a horse trailer right and all this weird stuff because you have sam and vanessa and muhammad all fighting and i don't think muhammad wants to kill sam and because he had shared with vanessa that sam helped him he found him and kept help keep him safe right but i want to know more how did they yeah. get, but we don't get any more but ultimately like they're fighting and instead of killing sam vanessa ends up having a flare gun that they found and shot him in the right. face so it may not have killed them but it blinded him right if you can't see you can't feed if you can't feed he won't heal so right. it's like okay and he'll die and it wouldn't be a hundred percent them doing it but it kind of is because that's how he got in the, this whole thing in the first place yeah because they wouldn't right so this kind of leads to something else bad yeah because you have the vampires who we've seen before and i just want to say can you wipe your face okay <laughs> i understand you're a vampire you're scary you drink blood why do you always have to have dried blood on your chin yeah i don't get it maybe it's me but whatever julius is summoned to dimitri and i'm assuming this is supposed to be like his second in command it's the older woman we've seen back when they first caught vanessa right she's like no no he'll kill you just just kill the messenger and we can leave yeah because dimitri wouldn't know that you killed the messenger right whatever so julius goes off to the meeting with with dimitri and during this time i don't even know her name his second in command ends up finding or no ends up having sam brought to her right and the because one of them recognized him from the hospital yes thank you which was and she wants to know what he knows about vanessa after she fed him and healed his sight and everything, and I guess, I mean, the way she made it sound was if you drink human blood, then you're not going to be a feral. Right. So even though he had kind of been going down that route, she was able to bring him back. But he's like, I'll tell you everything about her, just not the boy. He's mine. And, of course, her, like, oh, whatever, this man, he knows nothing. I will do right. it. Uh, it didn't work out so well for her. No. Because <laughs> when Julius gets back, he finds her dead. Yes. And a finger missing. Yes. <laughs> which I'm sure he didn't notice that. But I'm like, okay, well, apparently Sam is himself enough to get back to his old ways. That was really weird that of all things, he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to kill a vampire and take a finger. Right. I guess whatever works for you. Yeah. Of course, Flesh and his group that have left Eden are trying to get out of there as fast as they can. Because they're smart. Yeah. Now, he gets separated from the group in the woods, and he hears... What sounds like Farrell's getting closer, he starts to panic, not realizing that he's not going to get turned again, but comes around a corner and guess who's there? I was surprised. I was too, because I thought for sure they had got, <laughs> Brandon had not made it. Uh, yeah, I thought they had said that. The one girl that yeah. Muhammad met up with, I thought she said Brandon didn't make it. Unless right. she just said they got separated and she assumed it. Right. So, interesting. He's still alive. And apparently, part of the resistance. Yeah. So, maybe he just didn't trust his people enough. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or, or Taka took him in and is trusting him too much. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Weird things. Well, hopefully, we'll find out more. Yes. But, yes, and we see Taka in here. And interestingly enough, he just likes billing plans in front of Flesh. What the yep. hell? You know there's people who are conspirators. I mean, are they just assuming that he's not because they found him in the wood? 
<laughs> I don't know. It just seems like so many people are way too trusting. Well, I think they knew that he was the one who Vanessa changed. Oh, because of Brandon. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. In this kind of world, I don't think I'd be trusting a whole lot of people, but that's me. Yeah, no. Because I watch all <laughs> the shows. Not on your life. That's why. Yes. <laughs> And of course, Taka wants to know where is Vanessa, and it's like Why do they all want everybody wants some. Right? It's crazy how many people want Vanessa and why. Yeah. But speaking of Vanessa, Vanessa and Muhammad make it to the camp, and oh, I was angry because again, here's our human conspirators. They find these two people who I thought were vampires, right. rounding up, I guess, like lost campers, so to speak, and it ends up there is a regu- a vampire, like one of the guard with them. Vanessa jumps on him and bites. Him. This woman, it's like no chill right there. It's like, ah! But anyway, yeah. bites him. So he's down, and then find out that these other ones are just humans, that they do this for a better treatment. Right. Oh, they just got on Members my of the Red Brigade, humans who have sworn allegiance to the vampire cause. And when that just happens right there, I just feel like red flag, red flag. Yeah. Because it seems like, okay, this is getting too easy. Yes. But then I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just been so long they're getting black in their security. At least. Right. Or they're so out in the middle of nowhere, they don't have a lot of humans within. So far, yeah. Probably a hundred miles of the camp, so. I was at least hoping those were the thing. <sighs> well, we right. found out that this is kind of a bloodletting camp to collect. Blood farm. Yeah. Because oh. we have Vanessa go into this, well, this one room section with a butcher oh yeah big dude too yeah and a vampire yeah and she is just starting to like it took a minute but like she was really getting into it managed to kill him of course because she's the lead character yeah (laughs) but it was a minute i was like wait well maybe not yeah (laughs) yeah there was a little bit of doubt there that she was going to be able to handle this yeah it was pretty interesting and then she ends up going into another because it seemed like it was all like a shipping container right she goes in and when you have one woman like what are you doing here and she just tells her this old woman's like no this is for the old and the sick they don't keep the kids here you need to get out you can save yourself and then light bulb, I think, for both Vanessa and all of us. Right. That Muhammad either lied or they changed it up knowing that at some point he was going to come back looking for his sister. Well, it ended up being the former. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. That's all. I was so pissed. He ended up that he was working with Dimitri. But, I mean, how did he know? How long have they known about Vanessa? I mean, they knew there was this woman who changed it. But, I mean, seriously, like, they sent Muhammad out and he was just, like, lucky to stumble on her? Or what the heck was the deal? I don't understand. Well, I'm pretty sure that they were able to track where Vanessa had ended up after being attacked in her apartment. Okay. And found out that, yes, she was at the hospital. So they basically, he basically told Mohammed, you need to get in there. Yeah, but he ended up with a group of survivors that came in there. Right. But I mean, like, that's what I don't understand. I'm so confused. So basically, (laughs) it was just like really lucky is what I'm gathering. I mean, he would have probably kept trying to get to her. But he was lucky enough to end up in the group that would get him there one way or another. Yeah. And then we have Shima. Shima, Shima, Shima. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, well, that's the next episode, so let's not get too far ahead. I know, but she is working with Rebecca, and I understand Rebecca, like, threatened her. At the same time, 
like Shima finds out that the resistance, which again, just way too quick to trust people, that there's a bomb. Yep. And she's Go off in the citadel there. Right. And she's gonna be like, I am gonna take them down. I'm gonna tell them what's happening and they're gonna be able to fix this and the vampires will be ruling and it's fine. No. 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 I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. Grr. Yeah. And then of course Vanessa decides that she's going to try to attack Dimitri. <laughs> That worked out great. Yeah, not so much, because you see her just start off with a big run and jumps up in slow motion as she's about to come down. He just reaches up and grabs her by the throat and stops her dead cold. And you go, oh, shit. And you just see Muhammad standing there. Yeah. And Dimitri goes, you look just like your mother. Did you? Did your jaw drop? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, what? I, yeah. Huh? I was not, not in like the right head space. Cause I was like, wait, what? what? Yeah. You go from being completely upset at Mohammed for setting Vanessa up. And then you find out that what? Dimitri knows her, her, his, her mother. What? 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 And then I'm like, what if somehow that's her father? I, I was like starting to yeah. freak out. <laughs> like that would be messed up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about in this episode or these episodes? No, I think we've covered them pretty. Well, <laughs> so much happening, so much insanity, and we will have the finale soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Good ratings, of course, help other other fans of the show. Other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. You, we of course want to hear from you. We want to hear that you're enjoying the shows on Sci-Fi. That you're enjoying that we're talking about this. That we are total morons, and you want to hear us talk about something else. Whatever. We'll listen because <laughs> that's what we do. And if you want, we can always have you on the show too. So you there can you find all of our stuff over on fangirlzone.com. We have our contact list. We have mine and Steve's Twitter account, along with the Fangirl Zone Twitter account that only took us forever, but we have it up there. Yes. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have our email, of course, the Facebook page, and constantly putting stuff out. Facebook, obviously, we put stuff out a lot quicker because it's easier, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just hit that share yeah, button. Yeah, <laughs> take a little more, but anything you want to share with us, if you have fan art, I will happily put that up on the website and credit you because, you know what? We're all fans. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl F. And I'm Steve. I can hear you. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>